Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, and welcome to the 31st episode of the Happy Hostess podcast. Today will be a confession of sorts. Nothing too scandalous, mind you, but just a few pieces of information that might help you understand a little more about me and why I host this podcast. Yes, I adore talking with my guests and learning from their experiences. And yes, I love entertaining, planning a party and talking about all the things that go along with that. But all of these things don't necessarily come easy to me. So I'm titling this episode, Confessions of a Slightly Scattered Hostess and Progress Over Perfection. The confessions, because I'm admitting to my imperfections and struggles, and progress over perfection part, I'll explain later. But I'll get on with it. Since I grew up in the Martha Stewart era of entertaining at home, you could definitely say that I always had the image of perfection in mind when it came to entertaining. Martha would always say it's a good thing. And of course, everything always looked beautiful and perfect, as always. But of course, and as an adult, we know that things are not always as they seem. Photo shoot perfection exists only in the pictures. But this knowledge did not stop me from aiming for perfection. Even as an adult, even though I knew that perfection didn't exist, it would still tend to be one of my goals whenever I did something, even though I knew full well it wasn't attainable. It's a strange paradox. What makes it even stranger is that from reading about Martha Stewart, you can tell that she's clearly a very highly driven, but also highly organized woman. So it's rather interesting that I would have her as my entertaining at home idol when my personality is anything but highly organized or Martha Stewart-like, as anyone that has ever lived with me can attest. I'm not highly organized, and keeping things straight is, let's just say, a challenge for me. I'm definitely not into labels, so I like to say that I have attention issues, but a doctor would call it ADHD. Along with being inattentive, there are other things that come along with ADHD, like being easily distracted, lacking in object permanence, but are known as out of sight, out of mind, which means if I don't see something, I forget that I even own it, which means I often buy something that I already have, which leads to clutter, which makes it even harder to find the things that I already have. It's quite the dilemma. Also, time blindness is a thing, and that means that I have no idea what time it is at any given moment, or if I just spent five minutes or five hours doing something. As you can imagine, this can cause some serious problems when you're planning a party or just having people over for dinner. It's a major struggle for me to keep my house in order as well, and losing my phone, keys, and purse is a daily thing. But it's not all bad. Some things about ADHD actually help me when it comes to entertaining. I tend to hyper-focus, which is zoning in and focusing intensely on one thing 
while being completely oblivious to everything else around you. I've done this with cooking, creating balloon arches. Right now, I'm in a flower arranging phase, which is super fun. I love it. I've learned so much about these different areas, and these skills definitely are helpful for parties or entertaining at home. My body is not hyperactive, but my brain definitely is. So I tend to think very quickly, and my brain gives me lots and lots of ideas. So creativity comes naturally. Of course, this makes party planning more fun all around. I've dealt with the good and bad of ADHD for so long that I've developed strategies for overcoming potential pitfalls when it comes to hosting. For example, my husband always says that I can give you a five-course gourmet meal, but I can't be trusted with warming up the bread. I burn bread on the regular, and for some reason, I can't seem to make rice. So guess what? I don't make rice for my guests, and I put someone else in charge of watching the bread. I've created systems, routines, and timelines that work for me to get everything done. Basically, failing so many times at things has given me valuable lessons how to get things done despite my scattered tendencies. I tell you these things not because you have attention issues, but because all of us can usually relate to something that we don't feel particularly good at. We all have insecurities that hold us back sometimes. We can overcome and get better at most of our weaknesses, develop strategies to make it easier, but we often don't do something because it's not going to be perfect. Perfectionism has long been a thing for me that held me back. It held me back from starting things because I was waiting for everything to be just right. It prolonged every decision I ever made because I kept looking for the perfect item or what if I found a better one later? It was a never-ending battle. Perfection is only a thing in magazines and books. There is no perfect, but we can certainly make progress. So my motto is now progress over perfection. Lindy Hester, my Pilates instructor and my faster way to fitness coach, introduced this phrase to me about six months ago, and it has changed my outlook on everything. So one example of progress over perfect would be that I try to eat clean and healthy. But when I go to a Mexican restaurant and I eat chips and salsa galore along with the margarita, perfectionism would be beating myself up over indulging in that and most likely continuing to eat unhealthy for several days since I already blew it once. Progress means that I recognize how much progress I've made over time consistently eating clean. So when I indulge in the chips and salsa, I enjoy it guilt-free knowing that the next day I'll be back to healthy, clean foods. Another example of progress over perfect is making good enough choices, like when I plan a party. Perfect is getting stuck on finding the perfect pink tablecloth that I'm envisioning for my party. Progress is finding a cute one and buying it so that I'm not wasting hours more looking for just the right one. Do you struggle with perfectionism? Does it keep you from entertaining at home or inviting people into your house? Don't let it. Perfectionism truly is the killer of dreams, and it can be the thing that holds you back from creating lifelong memories and connections with your friends and family. Finally, saying no to perfect and celebrating progress has alleviated so much angst in my life. I would even say it's a key to being a happy hostess.
Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.